Hello and welcome okay. to the Amateur Skeptics Podcast number 192, our first show for 2018. Joining me this evening, Mac. We are the tribe that eats itself and spits out and autumn and navigates this desert by our cold dead reckoning. Okay, Ian, follow that up. Yeah! No, it's gonna happen. <laughs> I'm here. Yay. <laughs> and we have Mad Cat. How, hello, how are you? And we have the dumbass himself. Hey, Brian. Um, Smell pretty nice. Have have you rubbing yourself with a beaver's arse? <laughs> I sure have. Uh, I I've switched from Old Spice to beaver's arse. Oh, spice. <laughs> How's everybody doing the this year? We just started. We're back from the you know. We're all caught up. All of our episodes are up. I I took my time off, some of the time off, and got them all up all up to date. And hmm. I'll have to good. look. Excellent. Excellent. <laughs> Surviving. Do we, do we, did everybody do stuff for the holidays? Well, spent time with my in-laws for Christmas morning. Then uh, saw my mom at the hospital for Christmas afternoon. Then went home and rested. <laughs> I, visited I visited my sister my- with the nephews for Christmas. It was a lot of fun. We did nothing. No family. Just, just our, well, I guess our immediate family. We cooked. Mm-hmm. We ate. We had time off. Nothing more than that. We had a good time. It's great. So good. I'm. I went over and visited with uh, my family over at my mom's house. Uh, had supposed to have breakfast over at my sister's. Ended up going over to my my nephews instead because their little boy was sick. And uh, it was a nice uh, it was a nice morning. Quick spoiler alert here: we are going to be talking about Star Wars, and there are some potential spoilers. So if you've not seen the movie, you might want to skip ahead four or five minutes or so. We saw Star Wars on New Year's Eve, The Last Jedi. We saw The Shape of Water. On uh, right before, not New Year's Eve, Christmas Eve, we saw Star Wars: The Last Jedi. Um, New Year's, right before New Year's, the Saturday before New Year's, we saw The Shape of Water, and that's a that's a highly interesting movie. It's Guillermo del Toro. Um, definitely fits the category of a dark dark fairy tale. I, I like his stuff. <laughs> I do too. I enjoyed the new Star Wars movie. <laughs> I I, th- I thought it was. Um... I mean, I was entertained the whole way through. I, I've read, all, you know, all the complaints and everything that people have, and it's like, well, okay. I mean, if you want, if all that stuff bothers you, then you know, whatever. But for the most part, it was an entertaining movie. Um, you know, it wasn't perfect. I mean, I, I wouldn't say their complaints aren't legitimate, but you know what? You you can nitpick the hell out of it if you want to, um, or you can just enjoy it for what it was. I thought it was great. I was I entertained. I heard someone's out to really kick it down specifically so yeah well they went and did all and i know the name of it and i can't think of it i am so out of it right now so I, i'm getting used to working overnight and so my mind is still even after a month of them i'm still not adjusting well are you on a graveyard mm, ship so. i guess i knew that you know you yeah. were laid off your last job so but so you're, you've got a job and I, i'm working for the united states postal service and it's graveyard Oh. And so it is. I'm not used to it. even after over a month now of doing them. I'm not adjusting well. So mm. not that pe- pe- like me. Petition. That's the word I'm looking for. There's an online petition started by people who are angry about Episode Eight, claiming it you know ruined the Star Wars franchise. The petition itself wants Disney to remove the movie from canon. And redo a whole new episode eight to replace it with. Okay, what are what are their what are their main 
what are their main complaints well, here? Because I, 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 um, most of it's focused on Luke. A lot of them hate what they did to Luke and claim that that is not how Luke would have ended up. The Jedi wouldn't end up that way, even though technically both Yoda and Obi-Wan did the exact same thing Luke did, but, um, they're ignoring that <clears throat> because they, they want to, uh, I don't know. They, they believe. Luke. Yeah. Ian, you're kidding. Obi-Wan would never try to kill his apprentice because he fell to the dark side. Oh, that's that's not in his character. And then hide out. I haven't seen it yet. Yeah, then disappear for a couple decades into a um, hermit-like existence to hide from everything. Yeah, Obi-Wan would never do that. Okay, but here's the thing is that Luke was still a whiny sack of shit. I was ready for him to die. I was, I was like, great, he's gone. Good, let's move on. <laughs> because he was still, I mean, he, he, he was, he was still a baby. Yeah, but here's the thing: is that, the thing is that uh, I guess uh, Mark Hamill is not particularly impressed with Luke either, right? I mean, he, he, he didn't. But he really was like professional. That. He was yeah, absolutely, yeah. He said it's not what he he thought Luke should have done, but this is what was written for him. He's going to do it, right? And you know, and he's saying accept it because that's the way it is. <laughs> So yeah. whether or not Mark Hamill agreed is besides the point. The fact that he said, "Listen, you know, I, I be professional. That, I, that I, I'm not paid to tell them how my role should have gone. I'm paid to do the role they want me to." And and that's fine. At so. least at least he did. I mean, he he has complained about Luke and stuff like that, and that's fine. But you know, Luke never evolved as a as a person. We, well, we did see you know by the end of Jedi, he seemed like he was pretty confident. But in the, you know by this movie, now he's back to you know the same Luke that we found on Tatooine. So yeah, mm-hmm. I, I I would tend to agree that you know that. Although here, at least in the movie, we're given a reason. I mean, he sure. went through a pretty messed up thing that left him scarred. But here's the thing: when, is that I mean, why didn't Yoda show up earlier to to tell him? Listen, teachers fail. Because <laughs> Yoda appeared when he needed him to. Yoda was in it. Yep. Yeah. Did you see the movie? Are we spoiling things for you? I guess she, we should have no, said No, Sorry, said she didn't see it. Oh, I'm sorry. No, I well, I'm trying it. to avoid as as far as <laughs> that's okay. Go ahead. As far as uh, you know, as far as that ruining the Star Wars saga, though. No. If, if Lucas couldn't manage that, then Disney can't do it. Either. Mm-hmm. Well, what do you yeah, mean? Well, well, so we're so we're we're worried about ruining the surprise for Madcap, but. Our uh, our listeners are fine. We're fine with that. Yeah, yeah. Fine with have, yeah. for them. Yeah. Fine with that. They're not. They're, one, they're not in the I've same had room. One interesting conversation about it. Um, I should probably cut this, that. <laughs> this guy read a lot of the extended universe stuff. The books and comics are no longer canon because um, with the new movies, it resets it all. Um, he was under the weird impression that Lucas himself was involved with creating the expanded universe. And that if we got new movies, it would actually follow the expanded universe storyline. And I had to explain to him, no. Very openly, Lucas had said if he did, um, if he ever did sequels, they would not follow that at all and would go their own direction. And that's another thing. A lot of the people that hate the um, new movies right now are upset because they didn't follow the extended universe storyline. You know, oh, Lucas would have done better. Lucas would have done a lot of the same things in regards to completely ignoring all that and going in his own direction. But he would have so done that, him worse. Well, uh, actually, we know that Lucas would have had Luke become a hermit. Uh, that's in Lucas's own notes. He actually had um, some stuff for that um, in concept drawings and such. So Lucas would have gone somewhat the same way with Luke's character even. We know that for a fact. All right. We better move on. I, I might, well, I, I might have to cut the whole thing. Let me say one final thing, thing on okay, uh, that's fine. You know, ruining the Star Wars saga. 
I'm yeah. going to say two words. Yeah, go Holiday ahead. special. <laughs> They've done it. They've done uh, it before. All right. I, I may cut this. Uh, you know, dumbass makes a good point. Maybe we'll maybe we'll come back to uh, to this eventually. Yeah, just throw a spoiler <laughs> warning in there. Yeah, we tell can, them yeah. where to fast forward to. <laughs> if there's not anything else, maybe um, maybe um, it's time maybe to move fun. on. Mad Cat. Yeah. Do you know what time it is? Oh yeah. <sighs> okay, it is time for Ian's dumbass masturbation. Brought to you by the Dumbass Media Empire. The Amateur Skeptics present Ian's Masturbation Moment, brought to you by the Dumbass Media Empire. The Dumbass Media Empire, bringing you content that touches people while they touch themselves. So I guess uh, uh, Ian is going to tell us about the Lance Armstrong cock ring. I am? Okay. Oh no, I'm sorry. This smart condom is a Fitbit for sex. I'm sorry. Wasn't that mine? Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Dumbass is going to tell me about the Lance Armstrong. I've been lazy ring. this time. Yeah, I, you were. You don't have anything in here. I'm sorry. I apologize. I keep attributing. Matt. I I think I've done this more than once to Dumbass. I'm surprised he comes back. I always give away his articles. <laughs> <laughs> There's sex jokes. You'll all come back. Ah, I apologize. Okay, so t- so tell me about the sex Fitbit. Well, um, it says it. It's supposed to be a condom for sex, and as you were pointing out earlier, it, it's a it's a cock ring. <laughs> uh, so I don't know why they're calling it a condom. Maybe there's some different version of the word condom. Do you think that condom is more acceptable than cock ring? It doesn't have the word cock in it. That's <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's a stretchy cock ring you put around your penis, and you get to have data on uh, how you're doing in bed. How does it contact the smartphone? Is it a Bluetooth? It's like blue balls. <laughs> well, it's not supposed to be that tight. <laughs> it's not a true copy. Unless you're really that, girthy. Uh, yeah, but it does look like you put twig and berries through it. Right. It also, it also looks like you could you know, pull on it and go curtain. You don't want no girl doing this. Or die, 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 whatever. <laughs> it's like snapping a bra strap. Whack. Yeah, those are. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I cringed at that. <laughs> Then I've done my job. I I love the fact that uh, it's been dubbed a spy condom. Sure. I mean, clearly there must be an app for this that they're getting data from. But Okay, but it says it can detect STDs. Which STDs? That that one I'm very questionable about. Uh, I I don't understand exactly how that would work. Detecting STDs is a little more complicated than just, hey, look, they're there. You know. Yeah, there's a few things on this that seem a bit questionable. Well, and then it's, you know, it's what, $74 to check it out? 74 yep. bucks? Yeah. It's almost the same price as Fitbit. I was going to say, it's it's pretty close. <laughs> well, and the, the, the other question is, who really... Well, maybe, maybe somebody should try wearing a Fitbit on his penis and seeing if they can make heads or tail out of that data. <laughs> Challenge accepted. <laughs> <laughs> and, okay... How does it determine when you finished? Does it measure how hard you are or something? I, I don't know. There's so many questions I have about how it gets its information. Yeah, did we, we didn't look for another it, source on this, did we? I don't know. I mean, I, I could understand how it could, um, you know, the thrusting. Okay. Sure. That That's about the oh. only thing it, in the, the whole thing it does that makes sense. Is Okay, yeah, it's, it's going to be able to, um, you know, 
pay attention to that. The whole rest of the stuff is supposed to determine I would question considerably. Sure. <laughs> I'm not the one supposed to be spying on. It's a spy condom. Okay. Well, and it's not a condom, not a condom. right? Okay, so... Yeah. I, that, that well, they, don't like, they, they clearly don't like using the words Cochrane. No. But here's the other thing is that I, I don't – who who wants this data? <laughs> Who's having data with this much sex? They want to show the ins and outs of their situation. <laughs> well, it was light. It was dark. It was light. It was dark. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it knows when you're finished. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Let's see. So, yeah. So, the Twitter – the Twitter verse of that a spy condom and compared it to an ankle bracelet. Hmm. I don't know. 74 bucks for, for this seems uh, awfully pricey for and it's a novelty, I guess, but I'm not sure that I need that data. You know, I don't know anyone that does. I think that you kind of tend, tend to get the data from your partner and your partner gets the data from you. Yeah. And that data is probably much more important than what a machine tells you. I would hope so. I think so. All right. Well, so if I don't want to wear a Fitbit, maybe I should whiten my penis? Maybe. Well, it'll definitely make a better contrast if you do that, <laughs> even if you are wearing the Fitbit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So this is, um. well, this one doesn't this have a name on it. Is this yours, Mad Cat? Oh, it does, Mad Cat. That there we go. Fine. Yeah. So Ian's going to tell us about Wait penis whitening. Before, before, we, uh, before we get into that, I just figured out uh, what, they, what they do for, uh, for a woman to measure her performance during sex. Smile. Titbit. Titbit. Oh, no. <laughs> Can you say titbit or clitbit? Oh, that's a good point. Oh, better. Ooh, better. Much better. better. Clitbit. See, sometimes I have it. <laughs> All right. So are we saying we're going into business together? Mm. You find that publication site. I'll go get the uh, other stuff. Let me ask you, do you need a piercing Will for do. the clitbit? Hmm? Do you, do you need a piercing for the clitbit? I guess you would have to need, yeah, you'd need a piercing. <laughs> yeah, it could just be a clip-on. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you don't want to lose. <sighs> okay, time to move on. don't want to have to have the doctors go searching. Definitely time to move on. Penis <laughs> whitening. Penis whitening. <laughs> this isn't better. Much better. <laughs> this isn't better. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> okay, tell me. Tell me. I, I'll be quiet now. You tell me. <clears throat> Okay, apparently it's something to do with Thai men, and their joke is going nuts for this bizarre penis procedure in which they go to this Leelux hospital in Bangkok. Oh, that fat. She said cock. Bangkok. <laughs> she said Bangkok. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> they specialize in penis whiting procedure, which is a cosmetic treatment that alters the pigmentation of the med the men's penises. Uh, there was a viral post in Facebook, which is gone now, and it included a video we got now, and the hospital's been performing this particular procedure for the last six months after a patient had complained about dark, dark pigmentation growing, according to some uh, French news agency. And it now averages around uh, 100 clients a month for $650 per so presumably this is um uh, they feel it makes it more attractive right that that there, there's not a there's not a medical reason to do this other i mean this is this is no. just a visual thing visual. right yeah, yeah. yeah and done with some special products and laser well there you have it. weird yeah 
Yeah, you know, okay. the, the big mistake that these people have made was not not coming to me for uh, a jingle for it. Oh, oh, oh so let's let's have the jingle. <laughs> One night in Bangkok makes your Johnson whiter. They use a laser beam to make it lighter. <laughs> oh, man. You have been sitting on that all night, haven't you? No. No, that was actually, put this up that was actually off the top of my head. <laughs> really? That's excellent. So um, for I, clarification I'm, here, are we saying that this is a better option than what I've been doing, rubbing my penis with uh, whitening toothpaste? <laughs> Probably um, not. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. It depends. Well, Is it working? You're, you're going to have a lot less. You're going to have a lot less tartar. Then. <laughs> <laughs> and is minty fresh. <laughs> the women love it. <laughs> have you been rubbing toothpaste on your penis? This is delightful. The uh, At least they don't need to brush afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> a couple in Australia pledged to divorce if uh, marriage equality was legalized have chickened out in Australia. So this is an Australian article because they just did their census and uh, they decided to go ahead and legalize marriage equality. And so we have a couple that said that they were going to divorce who have chickened out. And here to tell me about it is Dumbass. This couple, Nick and Sarah Jensen, made headlines in 2015. Marriage equality was before the Australian parliament basically pledged to divorce if marriage equality went through. And so, um, as you know, marriage equality did go through, and they were contacted about it and said, hey, are you planning on divorce? Have you divorced? Are you planning on it now? And they're like, uh, no, we're not going to do that. Yeah, I remember um, there was a Facebook event created for them to celebrate them getting divorced. Um, I remember joining up saying, yeah, I'll join that event. Well, clearly so, they realized that since marriage equality went through, that their marriage was meaningless anyway, so therefore their divorce would be too. Isn't that the most ridiculous argument? I mean, number one, yeah. who the fuck cares about these people whether they're married or not, right? I could give a shit whether they're married or not. I could give a shit whether anybody's married or not. So the idea that they're going to divorce just because they, they legalize same-sex marriage is fucking ridiculous. How is that an argument? It's one of those sad little threats that they, they think will make a difference. Let's you know, try and get some publicity for our side because, yeah, because. <laughs> I mean, it, we, we see that though all the time, and it goes both ways. I mean, we hear the threats of people um, moving out of the United States if the, the candidate they don't like wins. It, it, it's an empty threat that I don't know why people make. It's kind of sad and pathetic. Well, it, and the thing of it is, your marriage is given the meaning that you give it. Right. So somebody else's marriage doesn't make your marriage meaningless unless they're making but these people are making a biblical argument right because god is what gives it gives it i don't think uh, i don't think marriage is in the bible is it we've covered this before um yes and yes it is it it is there but but not to the level the christians want you to think it is not even close and in fact when you start looking at marriage in the bible it's between one man and multiple women generally right yep and those women might be uh those women might possibly be the wife of your general that you sent off to die. Right. So you could have his wife. Right. Yes. Because that's moral. Well, of course. So, so anyway, I love the guy's reasoning why he chickened out. Uh, he says, um, my previous public comments regarding civil divorce never envisaged me separating from my wife 
but rather our marriage from the state. Oh, uh, he says uh, <laughs> the the legislation currently makes it untenable for us to do this under the law. The point we were highlighting, and that still stands, however, is the fact that a redefinition of marriage changes the agreement under which we were originally married. And then he says we will be making no further comment. Right. So, but what he means is that he'll lose his tax deduction. <laughs> <laughs> This is a fiscal. Well, and they'd have to move away. <laughs> we we want to set. We were talking about separating our marriage from the state. What does that even mean? I don't know what that. But you say if that you you lose your tax deduction if you're no longer married in the eyes of the state, right? Yeah, I, I guess so. So they went. Oh shit! We'll have to pay more in taxes, and then went. Okay, we can't do this. <laughs> well, do we really know how Australian tax tax structure is set up? No. Okay, no. I don't. I don't. Um, I, I do like the fact, though, there's a related article that says that somebody made up a grinder profile for him. <laughs> really? That's really? awesome. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I I, I just find, I mean, when, okay, it's like people saying, if Obama gets elected, I'm moving to Canada. Really? <laughs> that, that's, that, that, that's, that's the that's, country that's, that's, that you would choose over this one if, if a black man becomes president. Right, we heard the same. We heard the same arguments then. I didn't hear anybody say they were going to move to Canada if Trump got elected. Oh yeah, lots. Of oh, there were a lot of people saying people that. Were they? Yeah. Oh, okay. And a lot of people did move yeah. here. And and that and, one it still doesn't make sense. Make you know, it's like why? why, why, why would you do that? Because they're scared of what the president will do. Yeah, it's it's people who are saying that. Oh, okay, that's it. We've lost the fight already. Which, you know, you haven't lost the fight till you stop fighting. Right, but right, but is is Canada not? Just as liberal and in in conservative as we are, I mean, is they're they're not. It's, it's not it's not that that big a dynamic difference between the two. It's not that much big of a di- difference. Uh, we do have some differences, but but not. Do you get a tax uh, uh, a tax deduction for being married? <laughs> not, do I get a tax? Currently, Ian doesn't. Apparently not. Give me a dirty look. So so you don't. See, so I get so some I get incentives some to be for being married. I think in, on my taxes, I think it is cheaper for me to file married with my wife than separate. So there you go. So there you. Go. So the, the, then, then the U.S. and Canada are wildly different. No, <laughs> apparently there's a lot of jibber jabber in it in the ruling, uh, depending on circumstances, other things. Well, there you go. Well, yeah. you know, in 2020 we get the raucous president. So. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, good. <laughs> I, apparently he's serious about running. So really, that's what oh. that's what that's what well, apparently he has said. So if he if he becomes president, I'm moving to Honduras. <laughs> <laughs> My sister has asked if you would like to <coughs> tax the Canada. No, 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 I I, I don't. <laughs> I was trying to make a bullshit argument that backfired on me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. if, I, if I ever threatened to move anywhere for any reason, just know that I'm bluffing. Right. I mean, th- because, you know, like, even if I'm threatening to move across the street, I don't want to go <laughs> even across the street. I love it. But that, but that's the whole point, right? They're bluffing, too. Everybody There's who makes these arguments is bluffing. There was uh, some stuff in the news about people who were mad about people coming across from the state saying there were more than in previous years. OK, when Trump became president, well, I, yep. I get what they, they did. Maybe, maybe they did. Okay, but uh, how many citizens of ours are, is, is Canada going to take? Really? I mean, what is it? And I don't even know what it takes to become a citizen of Canada. If you, yeah, yeah, it's it's a ridiculous argument. It right. is. And I'll bet. And and I'm gonna. I'll say most people are bluffing. 
for the most part, they would be because it's well, like Parrot just said, it takes too much effort. Well, yeah, <laughs> and he said just the moving across the streets too much effort. Can you imagine moving countries? Oh, that was a pain in the ass. <laughs> exactly, it's not easy. It's not trivial. No, you you keep using that stuff. word. Hmm? That that you you keep using that word. Arse is that a Canadian word? <laughs> arse. arse? <laughs> I like arse. I've said that. Huh. Well, dumbass said it, then you said it. I like arse. I don't think it's Canadian. I think it's just good, good language. <laughs> arse. Yep. Arse. I think it's like, more of an arse. From now on, I'm the dumb arse. The dumb arse. Dumb like, arse. Like, like arse and crafts. <laughs> arse and crafts. All right. Westboro Baptist Picket Kim Davis. So this is back from 2015. So th- this is a blast from the past that you put in here. This is this is you, right, Mad Cat? Yeah, that, that one was just that. Westboro picketed Kim Davis because she got divorced, which is something they don't agree with. Right. So, but it, it's more than that. It's not just that she got divorced. They 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 are calling her an adulterer, and so the, mm-hmm. they they're saying divorce plus remarriage is adultery, and they're they're saying they don't see a difference between same sex marriage and what Kim what Kim Davis has done by being remarried. They're saying that it's and, an equal sin. And of course, she's she's you know using yeah, she she's saying that they're not equal. But when you read the Bible, they are equivalent, right? It doesn't it doesn't weight things. It's the same sin to eat shellfish. It's the same sin to wear mixed fabrics, right? I think we're all in deep duty. Well, but that but that's the point. And and we do have mixed. We do have mixed. Yes, yes, yes. Right, exactly. It's all over. It's all over. So how many so people are still that. doing doing purgatory on a shellfish wrap? Well, I, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe we all are. Um, but, it, but okay, so um, I think it was Shirley Phelps Roper said said some things here that were very interesting. They also she, they also said that the law says, you know, that, that same-sex marriage is, is the law of the land. And that she said Kim Davis should be giving out these certificates because she works for the state and she took an oath to, you know, to— to, to do the state's will. And so now she's an oath breaker. And God hates oath breakers. She says if, huh? if she has a problem with this, she needs to do her job during the day. And then she needs to get out here, you know, with us in the evening and hold up a sign that says, you know, God hates, God hates facts. That yep. she, that mm-hmm. she should, she should protest this on their own time. But, at, but if she, when she's working for the state, she needs to do the state's will. That's a pretty reasonable position, actually. I, I think it is uh, extremely reasonable. reasonable. Yeah, it's surprisingly reasonable. Here's the thing is that, that you, you uh, as we read down here, um, this Reverend, Reverend Randy Smith, like that's his real name. Um, I know where Randy Smith is. Yeah, yeah he probably, it probably is. I um, he, he says that the Westboro Baptist uh, religious protesters, he calls them a hate group. And he says that, and he does, he says that they are, uh, they do not represent Christian beliefs. And here's here's the thing is that which Christians is it the this is Christians against Christians right and and, and yep. somebody earlier says it's odd to see two Christians group protesting each other but that but that is kind of the history history of the religion listen the, the Catholics and the Protestants have issues with each other right and so but there's also a lot of different Christian sects. Instead of just one specific Christian, right? That's exactly that's what I'm saying. So for him to say that is is that is absolutely contrary to the reality of of the whole thing. Christians don't agree with other Christians. No, 
And so he uh, he also says that the Westboro Baptist Church makes it harder to preach Christ- the Christian message. But who's deciding what, what the canon Christian message is? Is it the Protestants? Is it the... Uh, uh, is it the Catholics? Is it is it you know the Mormons? Yeah. Who who is it? Who is it for him to say, him to say that you know this, basically you know, no true Scotsman? So I just I just think it's funny the amount of hypocrisy that we see right here just in the, in the you know in, in you know in this one or, or two paragraphs from this pastor. Well, let me let me uh, say a couple of things regarding the Westboro Baptist Church and regarding Kim Davis. So. I think that there's all there's a there's a little bit of Schadenfreude that makes us want to root for the Westboro Baptist Church for protesting her because we don't like either group, but at the moment that group is that other group we don't like is disliking the same person we But I'm saying they're I'm more saying, consistent. You're saying what? I'm saying that the Westboro Baptist Church is more consistent. Oh yeah. In what they're saying. They're saying. I, I I'm all I'm saying is that they're the message that they are they, they they take a literal reading of the Bible and and, and they and live it. They live it. Yeah. I am saying that the Westboro Baptist Church doesn't need an excuse to protest. They just kind of need a place. But everything but that Shirley Phelps Roper said was um more level headed than than what we're hearing from other people. Yeah. I don't disagree with what she said. But isn't it scary? That a group that can be considered a hate group, and I don't think that this pastor is wrong, um, ends up having a more reasonable message. Is it? Is it? Broken clock is right right twice a day. Sure, sure. But here's the thing: is that you're saying things that are in in essence obvious. Well, if you're if you have a literal reading of the Bible, yes, it's it's obvious. Well, even if you have a literal reading of her job description, right? She is breaking her oath as a county officer. By not upholding the law, but that's an elected position, isn't it? So we can't just fire her. Is that how that works? Do we have to, I mean, how? no. I think she'd have to be impeached. Yeah, even then. But it should. Do you think that in, uh, the impeaching Westboro- impeaching's actually become a lot simpler than than it used to be? It used to involve actually burying the person in peaches, but these days they'll allow any pitted fruit. All right, dumbass. What, what was that? I was gonna say. Uh, I do think that uh, the Westboro Baptist Church um, that. Uh, they are pretty reasonable, like uh, in their uh, handling. I, th- I think they're very logical, reasonable. I've thought this for a while, but it, they, they're just working on false premises. That the Westboro Baptist is working on a false premise, right? right. Okay. Yeah, they're yeah. working on false premises. The, the false premise of the Bible being oh, okay, uh, literally true. Sure. And this other pastor is using apologetics, right? He's spending a lot more time doing apologetics to to cherry pick the Bible. Exactly. Yeah. If you're gonna if you're gonna make the Bible the center of the things you uh, believe, then uh, yeah, you might as well um, go for it and j- just like accept everything and not cherry pick. I have respect for that, and and so do I. And so I don't think I'm necessarily cheering the Westboro Baptist because of it's not Schadenfreude. It's that I think that their message is clearer and and that and that they're less compromised. In this case, I would say that they. I agree with you. All right, and but I, I will admit there there's some Schadenfreude there. Yes, because because yeah. she she she's to have such a terrible person being protested by such a terrible group. I find <laughs> hilarious. Yeah. Well, that's one thing I've always had with the problems of the idea of us being a Christian nation. The Christians want the laws to follow their beliefs. 
you know how many of, of, of the groups would fight over what their beliefs are in that regards? You know, you, you're talking about right here. They, they can't agree with each other on what the sins really are. And we're supposed to believe that if they were to write the laws to fit the, their Christian beliefs, everything would be good. That they'd be fighting among themselves over every aspect of it in the end anyways. Right. And we yeah. should start with the Trinity. Yeah. <laughs> so There is a... There's a comedy sketch by a comedian by the name of Emo Phillips, and I love this sketch. Um, he finished a show with this where he he was basically trying to talk this guy off a bridge who was looking to commit suicide. And so he was sharing with him. He says, you know, are you a Christian or are you uh, some, uh, or a Jew? And he says, I'm a Christian. He goes, me too. And so are you Baptist or Catholic? I'm Baptist or I'm, I'm Protestant. Me too. Okay, so he goes through this whole thing, and everything the guy says is, is me too. And he asks another question. And they finally get down to uh, Northern Reformed Conservative Baptist Church Council of 1812 or Northern Conservative Baptist Church Council of 19, 1923. And the guy says Council of 1923. And I said, die, heretic, and I pushed him off the bridge. <laughs> That, that, that's ex- yeah, exactly. That, that that sums up Ian's point. Yep. <laughs> but my next question is: Do they smell like vanilla? That's what they say, <laughs> and they also say that it's in. Yeah. So uh, beavers have vanilla-scented butts because of their anal glands. Uh, something called colostrum. Uh, castor- castorium. Castorium. Colostrum is a different. Yeah. My but just as yummy. Yeah, this is one of those things that I've known about and it hasn't bothered me one bit. No, I'm not bothered either. <laughs> uh, but you'll see this on list of gross stuff where food comes from, things like that. Um, you know, oh, you're eating something from the beavers, blah blah. It's like, yeah, so. <laughs> it was a. Th- th- this is interesting about you know it goes to the beavers and it and it talks about the the ecology of the beavers and you know how they're they're good for the land and, and how it help how they help other um creatures uh oh is that me that's me i think so it's autoplay on videos yep. it autoplays oh man can i just it's so wrong why do people why do they do <sighs> now my big question anytime i see something like this is how did they first learn that i mean who was the first one to say hmm what does it taste like well, no, they say it smells that way, and I think because yeah. they're because they're using it to to waterproof their fur, I think that I mean, I think anybody who traps one would know this, wouldn't they? But yeah, but Parrot and I were discussing this after as well, and we were wondering how the how the heck do they get so many beaver uh, anuses? No, no, oh, okay. Is it? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, they they might fall. Think about this, like I've, I've seen. I've seen articles about this beaver thing before. I think uh, one of them had something to do with like uh, vanilla ice cream, uh, and the the impression that some of these give off is that uh, oh, if you're eating vanilla, you're probably eating beaver butt juice. Fake <laughs> and vanilla. Which is like if you have yeah, if you're eating vanilla ice cream, but, uh, right, but it it's only really, if it's fake it's, vanilla. It's not so much used like there being people who are investigating this, calling up like uh, ice cream companies, going. Um, Hey, do you use castorium? They're like, no, we we don't use castorium for our vanilla flavoring. So it's it's not all that common. I mean, I guess it would be a specialty thing if you if you want. I'm not sure why you'd use castorium over other stuff, but you know, like we have vanilla. 
I would think that actual vanilla is probably far more readable or readily available than than beaver butt. Okay, here's the thing. We're, we're talking, yeah, about, but we're talking about fake vanilla here, right? It, it's I, a component I'm sorry, of fake I, I had vanilla. to step away for a second, but I came back yeah. to hear dumbass saying something about vanilla ice smelling like beaver's ass. Vanilla ice cream. No. Yeah. Oh, okay. Makes vanilla sense. ice. Oh, God. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Awful. Well, we don't know about that. <laughs> no, but, I mean, you might run into this because... Fake vanillas are cheaper than than real vanilla, right? Real vanilla extract is right. is pretty expensive stuff. Yeah. However, how and a magic castorium is, is would be more expensive. Cheaper. You would, yeah. I don't know you, yeah, but I don't know how how many uh, beaver anus or beaver glands. I mean, do they need to to do this? I mean, and do, are the well, beavers they, being they, killed? I don't know if they need to kill the beaver. Yeah, they might are they just milking have a farm them? where the beavers get yeah. milked regularly? But that's what we were talking about too. How do you milk a actually? <laughs> Uh, not anal gland, it's a caster sac beside the anal gland. Uh, <laughs> Just like you do a prostate. Uh, if that's the case, how do you get? I don't know. No, you, you find the beavers that are doing some kinky shit and have them, you know, get in your machine. <laughs> 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 but no, when I see this stuff, I automatically think no one ever thinks that way about honey. Yeah, bee vomit. Yeah, I, I mean, why is honey so much more acceptable than some of this other stuff when it's technically just as disgusting is it though it didn't come out of a butt we're not used to it though yeah oh that's a big part of it it's a a big question on how do you get it yeah and i think on some level um secretions from an insect are probably a little more acceptable than secretions from a mammal because it's it's more esoteric maybe well okay strawberry um frappuccinos from starbucks are colored with a beetle to get the yep. to get the color, yeah, because, oh, that yeah, was also that used carmine for M and M's and a lot of other things right. for color. And your other your other option yeah. to get red is coal tar. So you can either you can use a beetle or you can use coal tar. I have a preference here, and it's actually the beetle over the coal tar because the coal tar actually sounds worse. The coal tar is probably toxic. Well, I don't know. There, there was a point when they they, they removed red food coloring. Right? Didn't M and M's not have red for a long time because of that? That was I thought that was because of something to do with the war. I, I really I no, thought it, it was it was actually because it was because of a bad reputation for red fi- red dye number five being toxic. Yeah. And they and, removed M and M's red M and M's for a long time. Right. But yeah. was this, it? this podcast, by the way, this particular episode is not very white rapper friendly. I'm gonna say that right now because <laughs> you first started talking about vanilla ice smelling like a beaver's ass. Now you're talking about M and M being being colored with beetles. <laughs> smarty scoop smarty yeah well so so anyway so yeah so uh alcohol beverages baked goods uh gelatin puddings soft candies frozen dairy non-alcoholic beverages hard candies and chewing gum could all potentially have um beaver anus in them or mashed up beetles or or mashed up beetles yeah. or both or both <laughs> particularly if it's a cherry vanilla product it is it it is kind of you know it's I it doesn't I, I'm not bothered by it but yeah, I can, it. you know it's just it's not toxic right but here's the thing no, if, it's not if toxic you're at all. It is if you're vegan or vegetarian it's a problem for you you can't eat anything <laughs> yeah. yeah pretty much you can eat ice well, well there's also not vanilla ice thing. just not there's, vanilla uh, ice there's also a whole thing on the possibility of the red dye 
causing um, ADHD and some other stuff in kids. I was actually I, I um trying to do some research on it. I couldn't find anything definitive one way or the other. It was kind of one of those really annoying things because I was thinking it'd be a good podcast to talk about it. But the information out there is so vague. And I couldn't actually find anything definitive one way or the other on whether or not um, the red dye causes hyperactivity in kids. It probably doesn't. <laughs> Do, you know what causes, Do you know what causes hyperactivity in kids? What? Youth. Youth. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. Well, there you go. All right. And violent video games. Okay. Uh, before we move on to yes. the next thing, I just want to make one comment about the article we were looking at here about the, the beaver butts. Um, I love the uh, writer, the food writer, Julie Van Rosendahl, was asked to change the name Beaver Tails for her version of that Canadian pastry. She called them Canadian semi-aquatic rodent posterior donuts. <laughs> that's really, yeah, that's pretty, <laughs> that is pretty good. I love that. I guess, and the other thing that we that we noted. That's badass. And, and it's not important for this podcast, or it would have if we had moved some stuff around, but uh, beavers are uh, uh, opportunistic when it comes to having sex. They, they they seem to mate for life, but but if there's uh, if there's uh, if there's something available to them, they will take advantage. Yep, they beavers are looking for Miss Wright same... and Miss Wright now. No. They <laughs> do right. still keep the same original partner, but they also go out and have sex as well with others. I think you find that with most animals, any animal that they claim, oh yes, they mate for life. Mm-hmm. Okay, just like the penguins. Have you followed them every day? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, probably not so much. <laughs> All right. So, um, dumbass is going to explain to us once again why Canada's morality uh, trumps the U.S.'s. So, go go ahead, dumbass. Make us feel bad about ourselves. That's the only reason that I put this article in here. <laughs> Brian, Canadians are just better than you. I, I know. I, I got it. That's how they get. That's how they get the psychic powers. So yeah, uh, this is just a cool thing. Prime Minister Justin Trudeau delivered a historic apology to the LGBT community in the House of Commons, uh, saying apologizing for decades of state-sponsored systemic oppression and rejection. That is pretty cool. I mean, it, I, I like what what he said. He said government is supposed to serve the people, and we have failed a, uh, a portion of our population. That's pretty impressive for for somebody. I mean, that you you're not going to see that from from uh, from the U.S. Um, not anytime soon, anyway, right? I mean, our our uh, our president couldn't uh, admit if he messed up his Starbucks order. <laughs> well, if you, 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 but that's because our president has this amazing, consistent genius brain. Right. <laughs> yes, he did. He did come out and tell us about that uh, this week, didn't he? He also said he was pretty smart <laughs> with like brains and stuff. <laughs> He has the best words. Lots of best words. So anyways, I, I read through this and, you know, th this is something that the U.S. could say to its population as well and probably won't. And it's unfortunate. Uh, I, I, right. I'm, I'm, I'm continually um, impressed by uh, Justin Trudeau. Now, if anything, we seem to be going the opposite direction where we're, we're, um, our government wants to insult them more. Yeah. So so good on you. Well there is a there is kind of an angry there has been a lot of strides made toward equality for lgbtq over the last few years and now we're dealing with uh, an angry backlash from a group that you know basically feels like they are on the ascend ascendancy again 
Yeah, and but here's the thing, and Canada has that same group of people. They just um, don't seem to have the platform, and it's at least right now. Right now, it seems it like does. it's leaning towards that more, you know, um, a more moral foundation, if you will. Yeah. So, yeah, I thought that was great. And this article is good, and his speech was good. So, really impressive. We're just nice. Yes, you and, and you apologize better than the U.S. does, clearly. That's clearly. That is true. Uh, but, I am, I'm pleased to report. I mean, we can say we're nice, there. but we did, uh, we did do the oppression. So. <laughs> you were probably nicer about it than that. that. We do have something to apologize. We didn't just bump into somebody and be like, sorry. That that's true. You, you did have to do the you did have to commit the wrong in the first place so that you could apologize for it. But the difference is like, is that we do we commit the wrong and then deny that we committed it, right? Yeah. But in the good news, George W. Bush Jr. is now no longer our least articulate president. <laughs> this is true. Yes. Why so yes? <laughs> yeah, why are you so happy for us? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, I'm just. See, we're really not as nice as you guys think we are. We're just we're cheering your downfall. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I, I know all about your. I know all about your Canadian plot. I know about the fact that you walk among us undetected. Yes, we do. Yes, you do. I feel like Justin Trudeau did this just to make us look bad, right? That that that's really what's going on here. Is that he's taunting the U.S. <laughs> Could be. I mean, we did have. Michael J. Fox for a long time that everyone thought was American. Well, t- to be fair, well, you guys gave him Parkinson's. Point. <laughs> uh, all right. S- Australia has uh, overwhelmingly legalized same-sex marriage. Uh, and this was, uh, this, was this was from the New York Times New York. on December 7th. So I thought that uh, I, I, we needed, you know, I thought this was good to put in here. I mean, we're, we're seeing that... This is becoming, you know, a trend amongst first world countries that that we're 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 at least getting past this particular hurdle, and and you know, and it had a little bit of equality. It's not perfect, clearly, as we you know we see with the Kim Davis stuff, and um um yeah, and and you know the Australian, Australian you know Australian couples that are not happy about it. But for the most but part, Australia did they, they did their did. survey and they said we 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 want you know we want this and so they gave it to them which is is kind of unfortunate actually that you know that, you know, that if the population had come back and said well we don't want this that the, that a section of people would not have gotten the, this right so so hey, there is a downside well, there it's democracy right I, but, if right. if the people decide they want one thing and that's what most of the people decide then that's what happens Right, so we're positioning a majority to be able to shit on a minority. Unfortunately, that's the downfall of it. See, but that this I don't. This is why I don't think these kinds of things should actually be left up to the population. We need to look at. I mean, we need to look at stuff and say. You would like to see the government. You would like to see the government lead in this respect. Exactly, and be and be more fair. Absolutely. Yeah, but but who elects those elected officials? Right. Exactly. exactly. No, you're right. Yeah. You know, it's it's. Our, it's our chosen system of government, the, the Democratic Republic. Um, it's not perfect. It's better than a lot of ones. It's, it's better than a lot of systems of government. It probably makes a little bit more sense than a straight democracy because, you know, that, that way you get things really muddled. Right. But in this case, so let's say that um, they, they get new leadership and they change their mind, right? That, that could happen here, couldn't it? Yeah. 
So in, in the U.S., possible. this came through the court system. So because the Supreme Court handed this down, it would be more difficult for um, for them to revoke it, I think. Yeah, right. Because the Supreme Court decided that same-sex marriage was constitutional. Right. Um, so, After enough states had, had pushed it right. to be that way. Yeah. Which is probably what's going to happen next with um, marijuana laws. So I think yeah, I would tend to agree with that. Yeah. We'll but, see yeah, we, but we see that pattern throughout history. Something like that, that, that to some level should just be common sense. Like, why the hell are we even worrying about that? Um, it has to go through certain levels because people can be quite stupid and stubborn. I think that this is one of those things that eventually will, you know, right now it's 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 a hot button item. Um, but in, you know, 10 years, 20 years, uh, it'll it'll be yeah. the, there'll be the, the, the few people that might say this. But for the most part, it'll be kind of a non-issue. But we, yeah, we like might mixed, have thought mixed, that with abortion. Mixed too. race marriages. Mixed race right. marriages went through the exact same kind of thing. Fashion styles, all sorts of other weird things go through that same pattern where, oh, my God, that's horrible. It's going to destroy us. It's going to ruin our morality, blah, 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 blah. At, one time, we thought later. The, at one time, we thought the miniskirt was uh, basically Satan's dress. So Yep. There he still go. likes to wear them, just you know, not as much. Yeah. And here's the thing is I don't I don't think that Australia is likely to revoke this, but it just seems it like just the way that it like came down they could. I think it all depends on who pokes the bigger bear the worst so that they have a nuclear war, then we'll see exactly who wins. Well, if, if but here's the thing is that if it was up to the leadership here in the United States right now, they would revoke it. Our current leadership would be against them. And okay. fact, I think they said in that they are. Instant. Right. But you know, under the current rules, the the bears can get married, and they can poke anything they want. <laughs> and so can the furries, and so can the plushies, and and the people with the special rings on there. I the white. Uh, all right. So the next article in here: two boys carjack an eighty-year-old Baltimore city city uh, city councilwoman. Council. Now she's their advocate. Uh, did you have this under WTF at first? No, I had this under Victory for Common Sense, although I, I, I debated it because what we're seeing here is not really common sense because common sense tells us to take vengeance. Okay, so tell me um, so tell me what's going on here. This is just simply a, a victory for something positive coming out of something negative. Um, so basically, this lady was on her way to her car, uh, two boys forward and looking for trouble decided that they were going to take the car they carjacked her punched her in the face threw her into a concrete pillar um harsh she they were arrested and what happened is instead of instead of seeking their instead of seeking prosecution on them i mean they did get they did get uh one got time in juvenile they both got house arrest but instead of seeking prosecution and trying to give them a harder sentence, she decided to see what she could do to try to make them have uh, ha- have better better <laughs> lives, basically. So she, what, what do you mean by that? Basically, they were trying to – she was trying to figure out what got them into trouble in the first place and trying to figure out what would get them out of trouble. So she got together a group of, a group of mentors, cooks – coaches helped them get their grades and their school attendance up i guess she helped one of them get a job she's been following up with them and and just basically trying to trying to help them be what we would consider to be better people i guess when they 
when they met her in court, she had a big swollen black eye and they were actually appalled at what they had done to her. So she's so, helping them she's become helping rehabilitated them. as opposed to just being punished. Yeah, and exactly. so just locking them up and forgetting about them. So he's actually trying to work with them so that they have something positive going on in their life. So Bizarre, much, isn't it? So much like she, our system should work and doesn't. She, right. uh, yeah. The, 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 okay. Well, this is one person taking two lives into her hands and trying to make those lives better. And it sounds like she's done some very good things for it. It does sound that way. But my, my point is, is that what she's doing, our system she, should be designed to rehabilitate and to help people yeah. like this. And it's not. It's designed to punish. And, and Well, our, our system is designed to imprison. Right. Yeah, well, especially when you have prisons for a profit. Right. I mean, well, that's yeah. one thing that never, ever, ever should be a for-profit um, system. I agree. And yet we, you know, and it's causing a lot of the problems because um, the contracts they have say they have to be given a certain amount of um, prisoners every year kind of thing. It's a messed up thing. Yep. But our, our, our system is about incarcerating them and getting them off the streets rather than trying to help them build better lives. I, I am going to say about this, uh, this lady, Ms. Spector. Um, she did this because this is what her, this is what her faith says to do. And she is Jewish. Also, you have to look at it. Sometimes in the past, there was a reference that it takes a whole community to raise children. Right. And she is really doing her part in helping to raise those youngsters and send them off where they go proper. Well, uh, you've got to like, uh, give her a point for like... Me personally, I'm like probably the one of the least vindictive people you'll ever know. Like, if if I got beaten up, I don't think I uh, and like just completely, completely, thoroughly trashed, and um, then there were legal proceedings. I wouldn't have any, you know, huge hard feelings, but I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't want, want to make, make the people, the people who, who beat me up a part, part of my life. Yeah, I don't. Think I, I just want to. I, I'd want to stay away from those people. I'd be like. Okay, uh, whatever. I'm going to move on with my life, and I'm not going to think about you anymore. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm extremely impressed with, with what she's done here. I'm just my my, my point is that uh, the system should be set up to, to do this kind of thing. Um, yep. And instead, it's, since it's not, she has done. She has taken the initiative to do it. And I think it's fantastic. It, right. These boys are yep. very lucky, actually. And she is a good example for everybody, really. Everybody who can who can do this within their power. That's great. Very true. She's very giving in that. Yep. And they've got a picture of her with the black eye, and it's yeah, yeah. That's something. Um, I think that that's it. I think that's where we're going to end this. We're going to end on a happy note. It's a good positive note to end on. Yeah, I think so. Woohoo! Time for ice cream. Oh man, I'll have extra beaver anus, please. <laughs> Say good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. That's another one in the beaver's can. If you've made it this far, that's an hour of your time. You're never getting back. But the amateur skeptics appreciate you giving that hour to us. If you'd like to tell us how you felt about spending that hour with us, let us know at WTF at AmateurSkeptics.com. The Amateur Skeptics Podcast is distributed under a Creative Commons Sharealike No Derivatives 3.5 license. Intro music by Peter Canold. Find more of Peter's music at soundcloud.com forward slash P-K-A-N-O-L. Exit music by OFM. Find more of their music at myspace.com forward slash OFMHQ. Artwork for the Amateur Skeptics by Sean Smith Ford. 
copyright Shadow Knight Digital Portraiture.